0: The, uh, oh, before we... I'm going to put this at the beginning of the show. Everyone at the beginning of the show, this is not during the beginning, but I'm moving the whole thing. You got to tell everyone about Lions of Liberty, though. Mm. Love those dudes, Brian and John, Brian McWilliams and John Odermatt. They are one of the greatest, longest-running libertarian slash anarchist podcast networks in the world. Seriously, like, OG of libertarian podcasts. Mm. Since... Almost day one, they've been doing this. On Monday, John Mad delivers a powerful mix of inspiration, health, and faith. I probably need to listen to that one more often. To set your mind, body, and soul free with finding freedom, every Wednesday, Brian McWilliams will make you laugh at this terrible, awful, god-awful broken world while providing the promise of a better future with Mean Age Daydream. Is there a better future? I don't know. I'll have to listen to Brian. Friday includes shows like Meme Wars, Hate Watch, where they're famous... We've been on this one before, Chuck. Libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor. Mm. We weren't even while you were sober. Yeah, I was sober. Yeah. And not even in a living
1: room. The whole thing was a lie. Yeah. So if you like Liberty and you like lions, two things. You're gonna like lions of liberty. This is the show for you. These are Liberty Lions. Not like Nate's dog Lady Liberty that he just acquired. Um, this no, is. No, I have Lions not acquired the dog. Of Liberty. If anyone
0: the f- wants to adopt a German Shepherd, she's really sweet.
1: It's the first step towards freedom. Listen today on uh, to the Lions of Liberty Network. Everywhere podcasts are found. If you like this show, you're going to like that show. I agree. Mm-hmm. This is Good, Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, the late great Nate. That's what they call me. Yeah. How you doing today, man? We always say friends. I wonder if we have any like liberty enemies.
0: They could be joining to that listen. listen to the show. They That's could. Fine. We, we need could. more enemies, we need more haters to listen to the show.
1: But this if this is your first time listening, it's a show about life, liberty and the pursuit of meaning on this show.
0: And the pursuit of playoff wins by the Dallas Cowboys. How
1: about that? Of which we got one. First playoff road win in 30 years. That's just about. It's a pretty crazy stat. Now, okay, they got some Super
0: Bowls during that time, so clearly they did okay. You know, it's not it's not like they were just trashed that entire time, but most of the time it was terrible. And so as Charlie and I, if you care about the two of us and you don't care about football or even the Dallas Cowboys, you're going to have to get over it because if you care about us, you care about the fact that we just did something that we have hardly done in our entire lives since that we remember, since we were of age to care about football, we have hardly watched the Dallas Cowboys win a game, a, a, a playoff game, and we've never seen them beat Tom Brady. No in our whole lives. No. Oh. Which for some people listening right now is their entire life. <laughs> Cuz the dude's so old. It's true. It's, it's a big true. deal.
1: Now look, I was recounting this last night. I was like, "Oh my god, I remember." See, I grew up in a single single mom household. Oh, you're going to say single wide. Single wide, yeah. Mm-hmm. I grew up as a kid in a single wide with a single mom with a single driveway and uh, and the first football game I ever watched was the Super Bowl in 1996, mm. Cowboys versus Steelers. And the Cowboys won that game, and since we were not close to any NFL team, the Cowboys became my favorite team, and they haven't been to the Super Bowl since. Yeah. I was seven. That's all your fault, Ben. I was seven. We solved the problem. That was 27 years ago. All right, we will,
0: uh, we'll, we need to get on to the show, to the oh, episode, okay. Charlie. I was just gloating. I know, I, but I'm sure everyone's super pumped about the Cowboys winning the game. They could be pumped about Tom Brady losing. A lot of people hate Tom Brady. I happen to like the guy. I think he's pretty cool. I think it's cool to see
1: him win he looked all the Super Bowls. Old last yeah, looked night. Bad. He looked old last Kinda night. Kind of bad. So yeah, I felt bad for him in a, in a way.
0: The thing I put on the list for the live show today uh, the first thing said lies, lies, and more lies. I have noticed a great, there's been an increase if it were on a chart, there's been a big increase, not just in prices throughout the whole economy, lies over the last weekend as if they're trying to just steer people's attention away from other stuff.
1: And you're talking about that new house rep, right?
0: Yeah. Just that guy. Just uh, Santos. Santos. That's it. Mm, The lie maker. Santos. Yeah. For sure. Uh, No, from the White House account, and I've picked out like 10 of these things over the weekend. We're just going to talk about one of them, and then we'll move on to Biden docs, which is way different from Trump docs. All right, (laughs) that's the number one thing everyone has to remember. We'll move on to Biden docs after we get done talking about this uh, inflation and the fair tax thing. And then maybe we'll talk about an assault weapons ban if we have time. I don't know. I don't know if we'll have time. Mm. We'll see. If not, we'll cover it some other time. Here's Here's – This is what got me going under president Biden's economic plan. The cost of everyday goods is falling. Sounds. That's not true.
1: I just went to the grocery store. That's not true.
0: Yeah. I don't know if everyone knows this, but under Biden, the price of everyday goods has fallen. Mm. Meanwhile, house Republicans are preparing to vote on a bill that would raise taxes on the middle class by taxing thousands of everyday items. From groceries to gas to clothing. Well, we just couldn't have taxes on those things. No. Could we? Mm -mm. And now they're alluding to talking about the fair tax. They won't say the name because the name is confusing when you're trying to talk about how terrible it is. Good job with the name, fair tax. Fair. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Republicans are trying to pass a fair tax. (laughs) See, they can't say that. So instead they just... Yeah. There's two things. The first thing... Just like you can't say gay. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Under Biden's economic plan, the cost of everyday goods has fallen. Mm. It,
1: would you say that's true, Charlie? No. Now, is it falling recently compared to the, the CPI? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you look at peak inflation, which was eight eight 8.7%. 9.1. Sorry, 9.1%, 9. and now it's 6. Point, that's still up. 6.7. No, I know it's yeah. still up. The month but, over
0: month is the only thing you can use for falling. Right.
1: So I I would say like, you know, like gas prices are down compared to their peak. Um, Yeah. Some other things may be down compared to their peak. The cost of lumber is down. Why don't we just look at the charts? But other than that, (laughs) no, if you're comparing it to the peak, no, the under Biden's plan, falling
0: costs are falling. (laughs) Okay. That's what we need to remember.
1: But I got to tell you, I went to the grocery store yesterday and it, I think I got five things, and it was $85.
0: Would you get a, a thing of eggs and four sticks of gum? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eggs are ridiculous hmm. right now. Man, okay, we'll look at some graphs. So this one right here, this is your consumer price index. This first little batch right there, that there is Donald Trump's tenure. Now it's, not, it's not as if the president does everything related to what happens with the prices. There's a lot of other things. But if the president is going to tweet or have someone tweet about how Biden is, his plans are lowering the cost of everyday items, well, then I reckon we ought to look at at some of that. So if you look at this first group uh, right there under Trump, your total CPI, your, your consumer price index over the time that he was president went up, Trump publicans went up 7.64% during the time that he was president, which I think was roughly four years, something like that. You know, mm-hmm. With Biden so far, how many days does that say? 699 days, I think is what that says. Yes. 13.69% over, uh, over two years. But if you see this peak, Nate... Are you trying to act like I didn't already
1: zoom in on that? It's Come on. starting... <laughs> To fall down. Now here's the funny part: like, you got to watch the video. This, it's about it's going over the cliff, he's, hey, That's
0: he's falling. cleaning up. Okay, the- <laughs> it's getting way better. Now this is. I'm going to remind you of a tweet right quick. Under President Biden's economic plan, the cost of everyday goods is falling. There's the. I know if you're not watching the video, it sounds like awkward silence, but I'm just trying to uh, look at this graph. And in fact, I found one period of time where the price of goods went down instead of going up. And that was last month. All the other times it went up.
1: You know, if you start following, Nate, are you still falling?
0: You are falling, but you're falling from a higher location. I'm. You know, I mean, you're, if you start falling, I don't know. I don't think others stand the question.
1: I don't think I, this question's racist. Look, if if you jump off a cliff, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. The like very second that you jump off the cliff, are are you falling? That's a good, that's a great question. Or do you have are to you wait,
0: falling from the time that you decide you're going to jump off the cliff?
1: Or do you have to wait till you reach the ground if, if to you're be in, like, oh, if your intent I is to jump fell. off the cliff. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm saying is it's a gotcha tweet. It's like, "Oh, they're falling because of one month."
0: From a peak of they've just been going up this yeah, whole time. They're Exactly. They're
1: still it's, up 13.69%. But here's the problem. Most people on the left will read that and they'll believe it. Oh, yeah. They'll be like, "Well, I went to the grocery store, but look. It's falling." Look, it says
0: minus point 0.1 right there. Look, prices are going down. Inflation used to be 9.1%. Now it's 65 That means inflation, we don't have inflation. Inflation's down like 3%. What are you talking about? By minus the way, it still, still
1: went up. This gives you a good indication of like true inflation, by the way. Mm-hmm. In the last six years, prices have gone up 20%.
0: Well, it's 7% and then it's uh, another 13 compounded on top oh, of that. On top so it's actually of that, yeah. a little bit it's more than that. Probably like
1: close to 30%. I mean, 30%. like 21% or 22% something okay. like that, but but still. You're right. yeah. I I do that mistake. I made the, made the mistake of adding the percents together. You can't do that. <laughs> if we actually drew the whole line, it's a little over 20%. How crazy is that? It's a lot. That on average prices have gone up 20%. Yeah, that's not good. No. But luckily
0: since Biden's president prices are uh have are falling because of his uh his great leadership. That we Do you have. think
1: whoever tweeted that was crossing their fingers when they hit send? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know, because man. Because then it would Do you no. think they're even trying anymore to be truthful? No. Do they ever try to be truthful?
1: No, because it doesn't matter. It's true. You can put out whatever you want and people yeah. will believe it.
0: I brought in some random prizes in here. We're not going to roll through all of them, but just in case we happen to mention uh, most of these prices, when you look at the CPI, uh, even when you look at, you you could take all items less food and energy because they said like everyday prices. Now food and energy are everyday prices, but they like to talk about it without that uh, because those are harder to control. But even the month over month for the uh, CPI, <clears throat> the uh, less food and energy, the core, they haven't had a negative month on that one. That one's just been going up every single time. So it's not good any way you slice it unless you're able to just pull one over on people who uh, want to hear you say that. And that's really the only thing uh, that you can do. Now, there's the other portion about how House Republicans are preparing to vote on a bill that would raise taxes on the middle class by taxing thousands of everyday items from groceries to gas to clothing.
1: Which is somehow worse than taxing your like, income.
0: You all- yeah. They don't mention the fact that it would eliminate the federal income tax yeah. or the FICA tax or any of that. They don't mention that it would do that. They're like, no, they're going to start this new tax where they're going to tax all this stuff. And they don't mention the fact that oh, they're going to get rid of the the federal income tax, the FICA tax, all that stuff. It's just not a thing that they're yeah. going to talk about. And there's actually, you know, I was looking at, I just got this thing to be playing while we're talking about it. I just sit here with too much time on my hands all day, you know. Got <laughs> a Caldern videographic playing while we're while we're talking. It would have been cooler for them to mention it though. It was just a a thing with the fair tax. I did look into it a little bit the other day when we talked about it. I didn't know too much about it. it would be uh, they're saying a twenty three percent sales tax replacing all federal taxes. That includes your FICA tax and everything. Mm. That sounds. It, when I first think about it, it sounds. It's scary to think about switching to an all-new system. I know as libertarians, we're like, oh, yeah, I've got to get rid of this whole thing. But there are ramifications when the biggest world's superpower changes the entire way that they steal money from people. Like that's – there's going to be effects in the economy that hopefully would be good. You know, uh, I think taking away the FICA taxes, uh, especially on the business side, I think that would help push people's wages up. Because people think the business pays half of it. They don't pay half of that. They, they take it out of what they would have been able to pay you anyway. Yeah. It's a, it's a cost of employing
1: you. Because, in fact, when they when when they present the job to you, they present it to you in total compensation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, I know your salary, you know, is only X, but look at all the Ys you're getting, you know? <laughs> look at all these. You know, rather, rather than they would, they would just boost your pay. They even, one of the, things
0: people don't like is that you wouldn't have the corporate income tax. You were talking federal income taxes are gone. We're just doing fair tax, just the consumption sales tax on everything. And everyone's like, well, this is just a major boost to big corporations. But big corporations don't pay taxes. Their customers pay taxes. Mm-hmm. So yet again, this would probably end up being good for uh, workers because they would be able to uh, potentially ask for a little bit more money. And also uh, corporations wouldn't have to worry about that getting taken out of their, their income. They could potentially decrease. I'm not saying they would just lower all their prices. They might make it more money at first or something. Uh, but it's not a, exactly this big windfall for corporations because it's the people who purchase from those people that pay taxes in yep. the first place. And that's something everyone lies to themselves about. Uh, the other and so, imagine you <clears> presented
1: the, these two options to everyday. Mm -hmm. you know, regular people on the street. You're like, hey, I'm going to take like a percentage of your income right out of your check before Mm -hmm. you even get it. Yeah, Or I'm going to give you all your money. And then when you buy something, I'm just going to take a percentage. I'm just going to add on a percentage to what you buy.
0: Which we're all accustomed to in the first place. We already pay sales taxes in most states.
1: So Um, imagine what people, I feel like most people would say when you ask them, they'd be like, Oh, I'd rather keep all my money.
0: Even on top of that, they have this thing, which this is getting, we'll get in the weeds a little bit. And and just so you know, this doesn't mean that we agree with every single part of this plan. I like it better than what we have right now. It's never going to happen. But if the White House is going to use it to say that House Republicans are wanting to raise taxes on everyone by putting this new tax on all of your everyday items, after saying that they've also lowered the price of all of your everyday items... Well, then we're going to have to mention it, you know, I'm just going to have to, they call they have this thing called a prebate where they're basically going to uh, give it's, they're going to factor in how much they think you would pay in taxes on your uh, everyday essential cost of living at the poverty level. And everyone's going to get this prebate basically to pay the sales taxes, their fair to their consumption tax on those things. If you go over that, going to cap it at what it would be for the poverty level. If you go over that, uh, then you end up paying. It's actually still has kind of a progressive tax built into it. right? So we can argue about whether or not we like that whole situation. I still think that that would be a much better system, but I do see some potential issues with the system as well. And that is, uh, since they're going to be taking in taxes off of the cost of goods in the economy, then the government has an incentive to do everything they can to increase the cost of goods in the economy, because they get a percentage of all the sales of those goods. And so, <clears throat> regulations that slow people down, all of that. Now, we would like to get get rid of all those things, but they have an incentive to raise the cost of goods. Yes, from what I can tell, that also would help them send people bigger prebates. You know, and they can raise their do whatever they want with their poverty level and all that. It's There's, not. It's not a perfect
1: system. No. Look there's never going to be a perfect system by the way. Yeah. No. No. We just have to get that idea out of our heads. We're trying this, to get a perfect system of theft. Yeah. How do you steal the the best? This at least I think moves us in the right direction because like if you didn't want to, you wouldn't buy those things. You know, like mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, I want a new car, but rather than getting the most expensive car, maybe I'll get something a little cheaper because I don't want to pay so much tax. Yeah, you know, so then you can, you can change how much tax you paid based on what you're buying. What I like about this
0: is that you could say you get a work from home job, you do that. Uh, What I really like about it is that the fair tax, the consumption tax, has a a, it it has a world where you could get to a point where you're paying no taxes because let's say you're uh, you're out there on Thomas Massey's land, and Okay, you get your solar panels and you're uh, generating your own power. Maybe you got a garden out there where you can grow your own food. And you got a little farm out there. And maybe you just got like a work-from-home job where you're getting paid. They're not taking taxes out of that. And you can become self-sustaining, a self-sustaining, uh, untaxed Scalic household, scallop farm. Yeah. You could become a, an untaxed individual by being self-sustaining, it actually presents a way for you to get yourself to a point where you don't pay any taxes.
1: now you still have property tax. Property
0: tax, I know. you got to rain on my hope parade, Charlie. <laughs> Come on, yeah, man. Yeah. Anyway, it sounds good to me.
1: It's Look, never going to happen, by the way. No, no, it's never going to happen. There, do you know how many accountants there are out there? Oh, yeah. That would be so upset because this eliminates the IRS, right? I mean... It eliminates the IRS, it eliminates filing tax returns, it eliminates all the CPAs and accountants and tax lawyers and all these people who make a killing Mm -hmm. trying to finagle the system, right? It's just like, honestly, so the software that we work on is just a system that finangles all of the government regulations in healthcare. It's a
0: finagling system. It's
1: a finagling system,
0: right? It's a code ways around government regulations.
1: And so, like, my hope is that one day I actually, like, you know, code myself out of a job, you know, essentially. Mm-hmm. Well, code slash, you know, develop slash advocate for a free healthcare system. Not we,
0: free healthcare, like in the sense that Nina Turner would want like a free a healthcare free system. market.
1: Free market, okay. Healthcare system. Be careful. Uh, you got to be <laughs> careful with, you do. Because then, like, I would be out of a job because then there would be no need for the software to navigate all the regulations. It's mm. like, so people have built massive industries on, on this, you know, theft and regulations. And so you hope we,
0: that our podcast talks
1: so, you out of a job. Exactly. But at, at the end of the day, it's never, it's not going to happen. Mm-mm. They're not going to get this through. There's a reason why they're proposing it right now. Cause it's going to get, I don't even know if it'll pass the house.
0: No, I don't think it definitely will
1: definitely get shot down in the Senate, but I'm glad we're talking about it. Maybe I, more people will look into it. And then maybe a lot of people will be like, Oh, that makes more sense. Maybe someday, Maybe. just
0: open up that idea in people's minds that there are other ways of doing this.
1: Plant that liberty seed; mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. let it
0: grow into a liberty plant.
1: We'll take liberty back one step at a time. I like this.
0: Here's this tweet. Let's get on the topic number two, which is going to be Biden docs. Mm. And I wanted to go to our favorite Rob Reiner to get his his ideas on the matter, Charlie. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about all of you, but I feel like I'm my best self when I'm doing things that I truly care about, like this show, day trading, spending time with my family. But when you're overwhelmed, it can be tough to find the motivation to spend time with loved ones or work on a project you need to get done. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. Because when you feel confident, empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything that life throws at you. I'm one of the many people... That have benefited from therapy. It helped me filter through all the noise, get down to the root cause of my problems so I could actually solve them and move on. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com GML today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P dot com slash GML.
1: All right. Rob Reiner tweets The sooner the DOJ can clear President Biden of any criminal wrongdoing, the sooner they can focus on saving the rule of law and our democracy by indicting Trump. We're way past that time. Yeah. Don't you love it? Makes total sense. It's so good. This is why they can lie, by the way, because it doesn't matter. Like, if you're on a certain team, you know, think about sports, right? Yeah. Even if we have, like, video evidence that your team committed pass interference.
0: Do you think that was a hold in the end zone when they were going for two last night? I don't.
1: No I way. do because I can be objective.
0: No, no, they weren't holding, and that I'm glad they finally caught that roughing the passer when they when <laughs> they threw Dak down like that or hit him or whatever they did. It right. was definitely roughing the passer.
1: Because see, of course it was. When you have a team, <laughs> it's hard to be objective. It's hard to take a step back and be like, oh yeah, because you, you like view what Biden did and be like, oh no. But you still want to go after Trump. You want your team to win. And this is why they can lie to you because it doesn't. The facts don't actually matter, right? You're playing an emotional team game, and you want your team to win. You know Biden is the is the greatest quarterback of all time, according to Rob Reiner, (laughs) right? And Trump plays for the no good, cheating, scandalous MAGA, Mm -hmm. and we got to get rid of him.
0: The Florida Maggots. We don't don't want to see. We don't want to
1: see him in the playoffs anymore. Mm -hmm. So we got to get rid of him. Now maybe he's talking about
0: inciting the insurrection, which they're not gonna they can't get him. They're they had nothing on that. He did not tell people to go do anything. Even if they indicted him, it would go nowhere. No, it would go nowhere. So he has to be talking about Trump's classified documents. If he's actually talking about indicting Trump on something. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you can't indict Trump on it. But that's what he's literally saying. We got a clear president Biden. So we can focus on saving the rule of law by indicting Trump. <laughs> the rule of law, yeah, because he took classified documents and democracy. And oh, well, yeah, that's that was a given. That's a given. Yeah. No, we need to say that. Uh, so let's get into a little bit of Biden docs right now. There's been a few developments over the weekend. I summed this up a little bit better in the notes, Charlie. If okay. you want to run through this timeline.
1: New details. This is from CNN. New details continue to emerge over classified documents President Joe Biden took to his private office and home in Delaware after he had left the vice presidency. How could someone be so careless? I don't know. I'm worried about national security. How could you be so so irresponsible? Mm -hmm. The White House has said batches of documents have been found on four separate occasions now. November 2nd, December 20th, January 2nd, and January 14th. A special counsel has been appointed to investigate how the documents have been handled and Biden's team is cooperating and has denied any wrongdoing. The investigation is ongoing. No wrongdoing whatsoever. Mm -mm. Never mind the fact that it's technically illegal to remove classified documents. Well, yeah, but he didn't know about it. So, you know, he didn't know about it. So on November 2nd, President Biden's personal attorneys unexpectedly discover. Don't you, they didn't expect it. Don't you hate
0: it as I can't imagine being an attorney and you go, here you go, you go in to clean out someone's office and at every Mm. time you go, you're cleaning out someone's office as a lawyer and you unexpectedly discover top secret classified documents. If you've seen it once, you've seen it a million times. Mm. Uh, it's it's terrible, terrible it's when like that happens.
1: Clinton's personal security guards unexpectedly find Monica Lewinsky's bra <laughs> in Clinton's office.
0: <laughs> Just unexpected. Do they actually think people believe this? <laughs> oh, his lawyers unexpectedly discovered these records. No, of course. Either a, of course, people believe that. How? Because they do. Either either a, someone knew they were there
1: as soon as this was released. Immediately, you had. Everyone coming out of the word work being like, well, this wasn't as bad as Trump.
0: No, every article linked
1: to why this is different from Trump. Yep. All right. So they unexpectedly discovered the Obama Biden administration records at the Penn Biden center in Washington. We know about that. They notified the national archives. So according to Biden's personal attorney, Bob Bauer, the president's attorneys are in regular contact with the archives for the next eight days on December 20th. Biden's personal attorneys. How many attorneys does this guy have? Quite a bit. I mean, there's a lot of documents. uh, Inspect garage at President's Wilmington home. Now, why were they inspecting his garage? Uh, Clearly, you've never been an attorney before.
0: (laughs) But this is one of the things uh, when you pass, after you pass, I mean, you got to pass the bar to know about the uh, garage. Random garage inspections mm. of presidents of the United States. That's right. As an attorney, one of the things that you do is you travel around to different presidents' houses. Just see what kind of documents they look have. look through boxes in their garages. It's. Mm. Uh, I'm
1: surprised you didn't know that, but it's a normal thing. Well, how no. could I? I'm not a lawyer. No. I know. I, could, okay. I understand. So they inspect his garage and they find a small number of potential classified records. The personal attorneys stopped their search upon the discovery. Potential.
0: I don't know if it says classified at the top of yeah. it, but I, I, I'm not sure.
1: And they inform Lausch of what they found. I'm assuming Lausch is... that attorney from, from Chicago. Okay. On Jan 11, Biden's personal attorneys search the president's homes in Wilmington and... Uh, Rehoboth? Rehoboth Beach for additional records. They locate a potential record with classified markings in a room adjacent to the garage, they leave it where they found it and suspend their search. What? Was that room locked? I bet it was. I, I had a skeleton
0: key to go around, a top secret key to go around looking for stuff. It is so nice that the that the DOJ gave Biden's personal attorneys multiple months to go around randomly searching Biden's homes. Yeah for top-secret
1: documents. I mean, it was nice of them to give them that time. On Jan 12, just six days after the worst day in American history, (laughs) White House Counsel Richard Sauber, who has a security clearance, travels to Wilmington to facilitate the transfer of documents. As they are being transferred, five additional pages marked classified are discovered. So, that's crazy. Damn. Hate it when that happens. Garland oh. also announces Robert Hur as a special counsel. Um, and on Jan 14, the White House counsel's office discloses publicly that an additional five pages of classified <laughs> material were found in Wilmington.
0: Everyone look under your seat right now. Everyone <laughs> look. You get documents. And you get documents. Yeah. How, how about just, that?
1: I don't know how anyone could be so irresponsible.
0: Well, he was partially responsible though, because he hired this moving company to unpack his office, uh, or to load up his office. Two men and a lawyer. Gotcha. That's the ones that you want to use to move from place to place when that you're is. packing up your private offices. Mm-hmm. Yep. At universities and stuff. And like to that.
1: do a search mm-hmm. when you get done. Yeah,
0: that's that's who mm-hmm. I would order. The, is,
1: movers who care. Yeah, movers. It's a search team too. So.
0: All right. Now the media. Oh man. They are working around the clock to make sure that everyone, that everyone, you, you know that meme where there's a bunch of urinals and there's a guy at the urinal, urinal all the way over on the left and the guy walks all the way over to the one right next to him so he can tell him mm-hmm. something. In this one, the person walks all the way over there so they can say, Biden's documents are different from it's- Trump's documents. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> and it's the, it's the WAPO walking all the way yeah. over there to tell people that. They are working so hard on this. They've identified the real problem, which is controlling the flow of classified documents. Mm. It's the documents, just like it's never the shooter, it's the gun. In mm. this case, the culprit is we gotta ban documents.
1: That's right. <laughs> that's what we
0: gotta do. Yeah. These are high capacity mm. classified documents. Yeah. And we need common sense legislation to get rid of these things. Right? Yeah. <laughs> when that's when, the only way, folks. Let's see, I guess I'll do this. When news of former President Donald Trump's cash, cache, is it cash or cache in this sense? Cash.
1: Just cash, okay.
0: I've heard you say cache so many times now.
1: That's because that's a, I know, a it's relational a totally database. totally different though. thing. Yeah.
0: But now cache sticks to my head. Mm. When news of former President Trump's cache of classified documents was first reported, it was newsworthy for at least three reasons. One, accusing, here's why it was newsworthy. Accusing former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton of criminally mishandling classified material, like lock her up, was a major theme of Mr. Trump's 2016 campaign. And he was right then. <laughs> they literally, she did it. They just decided to say that she didn't intend to, to do, do anything it. wrong. Yep. All right. Then Mr. Trump simply dismissed his own actual mishandling of classified material, calling FBI actions political, Two. Mr. Trump hoarded a whole cache of documents suggesting there were too many to have been overlooked. Uh, three, Mr. Trump refused to return the material to the government, confirming his possession was in fact intentional. The January 15th. Now this is the main thing. They're all that, that they're sticking on. And this is this could end up being the legal difference. I don't know if Biden's really just going to be able to claim that he had no clue. They accidentally got there he probably didn't, honestly. The or, poor guy. Or he did I mean, you know, he used to be a lot lot quicker on his feet, you know? Like 20 years ago. A lot better. Well, around the time when he was vice president, I have to mention again, but he destroyed Paul Ryan in that VP debate. I mean, just. He did. He just, I felt bad yep. for a little Paul. Smoked him. Out there. Like, I had the wrong Paul out there. <laughs> anyway, they're going with this intentional thing, which is really weird because that uh, it means that basically the if Biden meant to take these documents, the only difference is that no one ever cared to look in Biden's case. They didn't know the documents were gone. And they didn't really care to look at where they were or care to check up on whether or not Biden ever had the documents. So the only difference in the Trump case were that people were paying attention to whether or not he took documents.
1: But the thing, the other thing though is that the statute doesn't care about intent. Like the statute on Uh, The Espionage Act and, uh, you know, other classified proceedings, the statute on that is that they're like intent doesn't matter. Uh, And the Espionage
0: Act is one of the only statutes where intent doesn't matter at all. Mm -hmm. Although I have a feeling they're going to make it matter again.
1: It could. Now, the only thing is it could matter on sentencing. Like, you know, a judge or jury could take that in consideration, you know, but intent doesn't matter.
0: The January 15th fact checker column, quote, Biden, Trump and their retention of classified documents and explain it, reported, however, that accidentally retaining classified documents happens frequently. So their mere discovery of such documents in President Biden's possession was not newsworthy. (laughs) And okay, these are also documents. Listen, we are suspending our libertarianism here for a moment and the fact that we don't really care too much about this whole stuff. I just think the hypocrisy. I know hilarious. it's it's the hypocrisy yeah. and that gets down to truth, mm-hmm. you know,
1: which is very, which is very important. So it's that, like, it's like, it would be like Trump, like had sex with your wife and then Biden got a blow job from your wife. <laughs> I'm not,
0: you know, that, that, that analogy checks out for sure. I mean, yeah. have to line it up. I think both are cheating. Yeah. Right. The only thing is, that, we don't know why Biden had these documents. Well, the, he accidentally got
1: well, a allegedly BJ from your wife. Now
0: he's innocent until proven oh. guilty. Okay, he didn't know it was my wife. He thought it was his. Lights <laughs> were off. What are you going to do? Okay. No, in this ca- <laughs> in this case, oh man, I almost said something. Oh, I'm not going to. <sighs> not going to do it. Um. Anyway, let's move on to to something else. Now you got me thinking. You like my analogy? Yeah, yeah. So the mere discovery of such documents in President Biden's possession was not newsworthy. But by reporting on Mr. Biden's retention of documents, newspapers signaled it was somehow newsworthy (laughs) without extenuating circumstances. Hmm. Now, they are doing something that you rarely see them do, which is extend to Biden the presumption of innocence and that everything he is saying is true and that from what our whole society knows about politicians, you'd be the first one ever to not be making up a little fib, mm-hmm. bending the truth uh, whatsoever. But they are assuming that there was nothing nefarious going on, and so therefore nothing bad happened. I put in here, it's important to note that it, it really wasn't until now that this whole intent and this refusal to return the documents was the biggest thing everyone was talking about. Before the Biden docs came out, it was all national security. You know, you can't allow the this guy to have these documents. He's selling information to the, to the Saudis and to Iran and to Russia.
1: And it didn't matter what his intent was. He took the documents and that is illegal.
0: That's it. He has the documents. We've got them. There's no question about it. And now it's, well, Trump refused to hand it over. And the, the big thing that bothers me is that Biden didn't hand them over until his lawyers were packing stuff up in his office one time and happened to find the documents. If it weren't for that, these are documents from the time that he was vice president that he just still had possession of. Which is at least five, six years ago. And what you have to then assume is innocence in the matter and that he had no clue the documents were in all of these places, anywhere. And to me, that's not something that the media would be likely to extend uh, any anywhere else. So we'll see. The other, the other side note is, is that well, the president does have the ability to declassify documents. We don't know exactly what the process is. Apparently no one else does either. And uh, Biden, I don't know if he has declassified these documents, but it would be pretty funny if his argument is, well, I declassified them because uh, I said it in my mind. They're declassified. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny if that yeah. was his argument, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Kind of just yeah. come full, full circle. To show lack of bias, curated news sources need to be able to explain why they withhold information that those with the political agenda falsely characterize as newsworthy. You see, this whole thing is a problem of, new, of news organizations running with this story like it was even a story in the first
1: yeah, place. Yeah. Misrepresenting, misreporting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but by reporting material that isn't, that really isn't newsworthy, like the president having... Multiple classified documents in multiple locations. Newspapers fail to distinguish themselves from the mass of internet sources that ironically demonstrate why we need traditional newspapers and editors, responsible individuals like people at the Washington Post. To hide
1: information like
0: this. Yes. <laughs> to decide whether or not you want form to know about this. form your own opinion.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we need to form opinions for you.
0: There's even a little bit more... From the WAPO, they're going. This is Jennifer Rubin. She's going hard on it too.
1: Mm-mm. All right. Two things can be true Biden broke no laws, his lawyers made a mess.
0: Those are the things.
1: That's, that's what's it. Two things can be simultaneously true that Biden, Biden committed no crime regarding classified documents, and his lawyers' failure to conduct a thorough, proactive search created the appearance that the president was not being candid or cooperative. <laughs> Guys, it is your lawyer's responsibility <laughs> lawyer <is> <laughs> to make sure they sift through your paperwork. That's yeah. Now you are the one who holds the security clearance, Mm-mm. but it's your lawyers who don't hold one. Remember, they had to call some guy in with a security clearance. When they see it, they up, have
0: to be like, I didn't see it. I, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's your lawyer's jobs who don't have a security clearance to look to see if there are any. In their haste to make false comparisons to former President Donald Trump's willful retention of top-secret documents and obstruction of the investigation thereof, Republicans would have us forget that the United States Code does not criminalize inadvertent retention of confidential documents without gross negligence.
0: Okay, but it does criminalize them with gross negligence. Yes. It's not the inadvertent part. There has to be... Would you say, I mean, you read the timeline, Charlie. Would you say that those documents at random university uh, private office and then random places strewn about your house uh, that, that were maybe locked or maybe not? I'm not sure. Is there any gross? Whose responsibility is it if Biden was the one that, let's even say he's allowed to see these documents. Let's say that he's allowed to see them. Did he. Have any gross negligence in the way that he took care of these documents?
1: You think that that would be gross negligence? But
0: they're saying that the, the law that that um, Biden didn't break any laws because she doesn't see any
1: gross negligence. Yeah. Unlike the Mar a Lago case, there is no evidence so far that Biden ever touched these documents, knew they were there, or acted to conceal them. Well, did we get the prints back yet? <laughs> Not yet. To the contrary, as soon as documents were discovered, his counsel went straight to authorities. Biden then directed them to cooperate in returning documents and answering questions. Absent a shocking discovery, there is no reason to expect that Biden committed any crime. None. No. Biden, in all likelihood, has no legal liability. However, thanks largely to his lawyers and the failure to immediately and completely determine what documents he had... Biden now faces an inquiry by a special counsel in a public relations, torment.
0: When you get found out to have classified documents, they're really going to put the blame on your, law- your mm-hmm. lawyer. Your lawyer should have looked to make sure that you didn't put any documents anywhere else. Yep. This is on them, clearly.
1: Next time I get in trouble,
0: <laughs> you know,
1: the lawyer should have been checking my speed. Yeah. And the fact that my lawyer wasn't in the car making sure I was going the speed <clears> limit, <throat> it's his fault, yep. Your Honor. I didn't mean... To go over the speed limit. I would never do something like that.
0: When he's trying to act like it's my fault for killing that guy. When it's my lawyer who should have stopped me.
1: Yeah. Come on. He's the one that should have thoroughly investigated the, you know, situation. All right. The grossly self-serving media line saying in effect that the facts are totally different, but it does not matter. Gives oxygen to Republicans disingenuous suggestion that Trump cannot be prosecuted for real violations of law when Biden's actions, lacking evidence and illegality, are investigated. Put differently, if there hadn't been grounds for such a special counsel inquiry initially, the Biden, legals, the Biden legal team's conduct makes a special counsel investigation legally and politically unavoidable. Biden will now have to answer a host of probing questions, not the least of which is... What in the world were his lawyers doing all this time?
0: I think that it is Biden's fault for not picking better lawyers. That's, you know, <laughs> let's put the blame squarely where it belongs. He should have got better lawyers.
1: should have. And, man with his high level of income and status could have afforded the best lawyers in the country.
0: When you look at this code that Charlie and I would probably would just say shouldn't exist in the first place, we're talking about the Espionage Act right now, whoever is uh, being entrusted or having lawful possession. All right, so this is someone who's supposed to have them. And it's going to give two options here. And what's important between the two options, because number one easily includes President Biden, and number two easily includes President Trump. Between the two of those things, there is an or. So it doesn't have to be both of those things. It can be either one of those things. And number one is... This is someone who can have the documents through gross negligence permits those documents to be removed from their proper place of custody or delivered to anyone in violation of his trust or to be lost. to be a guy there says his trust Mm -hmm. whether to be lost stolen abstracted or destroyed lost or having knowledge that the documents have been illegal removed illegally removed from their proper place of custody or delivered to anyone in violation of its trust or lost, stolen, abstracted, or destroyed, and fails to make prompt report of such loss, theft, abstraction, or destruction to his superior officer, a shall be fined and hung in the street. Now they haven't updated <laughs> that in a while, but you know the thing. Yeah, kidding. It doesn't say that.
1: Imprisoned not <clears throat> more than ten years,
0: or both. Fails to make prompt report of such loss now these documents you could say are from let's just throw out a year 2014 and right now this they're found in 2022 but he had no clue they were there and as as soon soon as mm -hmm. as soon as two men and a lawyer found it when they were packing up his office they reported it to the proper authorities right away so for all this to work you have to you'd have to actually believe that Nothing else was going on that they accidentally. You know how it is. You're in the office, the oval one or one of the other ones, shuffling around papers. A couple classified documents accidentally make it in with uh, with your daily briefings or whatever, and then you accidentally years later still have those at other offices, the universities, or and you're packing away boxes. <clears throat> you're packing away, definitely not other people who couldn't see these documents, right? Like Hunter Biden, who was also uh, living at that house uh, for a period of time. And we know a lot of other stuff relating to his laptop. Just saying there's a bigger story here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, sadly, though, oh, dang it, do I not have it in here? Okay. I don't have the screenshot. Oh, sadly, as we wrap up, we didn't even get to the other half of the episode, but which is <laughs> fine. The Secret Service, you know what they were looking at was, well, these uh, these documents have just been sitting around willy-nilly at this house for years now. Well, we should look at the logs and see who's gone to the house. Turns out, they don't keep any logs of who goes to this house. They No record. No record. Mm. The Secret Surface Service, Service doesn't keep a record, I guess. Their actual statement Does Mar-a-Lago
1: said that, keep a record of visitors?
0: Uh, I think they did. Pretty mm. sure they did. Now, what's, what's weird here is that um, they don't keep the record, but... They just say since January 2021, Biden has made 52 trips to this house, spending all or part of 167 days there. And they are trying to tell people right now that they got no record of who come. The Secret Service. And we're not even talking about years ago when he was VP or when he wasn't anything but a lowly university professor making like a half a million a year, probably something like that. Um, not even talking them. We're talking as the president. They got no record of who goes there. Now, their excuses that it's a private residence. We don't pay attention to who goes to private residencies. hmm Well, my suggestion would be that you you don't bring your work home with you then you know, but at the time that you start bringing the nuclear launch codes home with you, I reckon there
1: ought to be a log of who's going to see you after that since january twenty twenty one he spent literally half the year there, yeah, basically uh that's uh
0: Matt said. Hunter, I believe, I uh, did see a uh, 50K a month rent for the home uh, with the classified documents. It's like what the taxpayers pay? And that's what Hunter Biden was paying his dad to rent his house so he could stay there. Jesus. Yeah. But it's okay because he was making money off the deal.
1: <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was profitable for him. Let me bet you. That's money laundering if I've ever seen it. Dude, this is this is so
0: uh, let's speculate wildly. This is so clearly connected to the laptop thing. Oh yeah. In the big guy. In Ukraine.
1: Ukraine. China. Burisma.
0: All that. This is all so clearly connected. Yeah.
1: It's money laundering at its finest. And it's that this is absolutely insane. This should be a way bigger story, but instead, you have a lot of people in the media saying, Well, wow, He's innocent. We shouldn't this, be talking about this. Should, this is not even newsworthy. It's actually a scandal that this is even being reported on. Yeah, It's not a scandal by Biden. It's a scandal by the media. This is a witch hunt. Yeah. That's you right. can't tarnish the president's legacy by saying
0: that he was doing some kind of backdoor dealings with other nations. Mm. Stuff like that. You wouldn't want to do that to a president of the United States. and would never want to do something like that.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Now, the media wouldn't. They're very reluctant to jump on things like "oh, what's happened."
1: <laughs> they double check their anonymous sources for make sure. sure. They have multiple, you know. Oh, what a lovely, lovely world we live in. It's fun, at least. It Never is a fun. shortage of content. Yeah,
0: seriously, had another thirty minutes of content <laughs> that I somehow thought was going to get talked about today. We'll have to
1: save it for tomorrow. We're going to talk about assault weapons. And
0: actually Tomorrow. a white pill associated with the assault weapons
1: conversation and On it's a Wednesday. Wednesday there you go all right y'all if you enjoyed today's episode, please share the show with a friend a family member or a foe check out the sponsors of this show and uh, go to godhatesfeds.com, pick you up some merch nate's Crash course.com for the market and then join gml.com to be a real libertarian That's the only place you can do it join gml.com Go check all of that out. And if you do, we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning liberty.
0: How did we hit 50 minutes already?